the Tree podcast. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Three on the Tree podcast. I'm Casey here with Davis and Ian. And uh, I had a very humbling and potentially life-threatening experience this weekend. And um, I'm already so excited to hear about this. Yeah. Because I can only imagine it involves something going in or out of your butt. (laughs) (laughs) Not actually this time. Before you react to the initial story. Okay. (laughs) There's details. Okay. That 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 make it. I uh I got outrun by an armadillo. Oh, okay. <laughs> what? Yeah, I uh I attempted to catch one and I got outrun <laughs> by one. I thought you were gonna say that it chased you. That was <laughs> That's, life threatening experience. That's what it sounded like. He, he would have caught it sounded, me. It sounded like you were you were penetrated, like uh, no, like no well, bear style. Okay, I'll get to that. Hang on. Oh, okay, so that, it did happen. Good. All right, now, caveat here, okay? Yeah. Yeah. As I mentioned last week, I got a bum ankle, so that didn't help. <laughs> I was also wearing cowboy boots, so about the only thing that could have hampered my natural speed abilities any further would have been if I'd have been wearing, like, snowshoes and carrying a bag of concrete on my back. <laughs> so, I don't think it was a fair race. Two... Armadillos are strikingly fast for their size and shape. I thought they just kind of shuffled, but they do kind of a uh, a rocking horse motion, and they can get moving. <laughs> so I was I was surprised by that. Um, so naturally, a little angry over the upset. So uh, I took a shot at the thing. As we know from recent news, that's not a good idea. Uh, ricocheted off. Hit me in my ding dong. <laughs> Long story short, I'm down to about eight inches now. So, <laughs> so yeah, it wasn't the best weekend. Not the worst, but it wasn't the best. <laughs> oh, oh my god! That's what you guys do. Uh, Play Fallout. Myself. Answered it. <laughs> Uh, I haven't played Fallout in a while. Oh man, I'm addicted got, to it. I got to the, I got to the main story and then I got bored. Oh, I'm man. I'm just wandering the wasteland, shooting people in the face. I'm just saving settlements over and over again. And it's uh, it's boring. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's like it's like those uh, the companions uh, missions in Skyrim. It's like about the eighth time you clear rats out of a basement, you're like, okay, screw the companions. <laughs> it's cool being a werewolf and all, but you're not giving me anything to use it on. So so, <laughs> so that was your only story of the week? Yeah, that was it. Getting your Just... huge dick knocked down an inch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. Oh, man. Next time you talk to your grandpa, tell him thanks for the story. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So, right. yeah, listeners, it's caucus night. Isn't that exciting? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no. Caucus. Riveting caucus. Okay, now this has been a particularly long caucus. Um,. Which is a good thing, right? Long caucus kind of gives you a chance to eliminate some of the other candidates and stuff. Really whittle it down to whoever you care about the most. But a long caucus can leave you tired and feeling a little little beat up by the end of it, right? It sounds like you're making another, like, really shitty penis joke. No, 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 no. No, no. Are you sure? Because it it really sounds like a shitty penis joke. No, dude, you got penis on the brain. You see penis everywhere. Okay, all right. But it's also been a particularly juicy caucus. 
And, you know, that good, bad, I don't know, juicy is really a personal preference. But I think you have to bring some sketchy characters into the mix if you're going to have a long, juicy caucus. Um, All right, right, Jay Leno. (laughs) Enough of the monologue. Yeah. (laughs) You're fucking killing me tonight. You know what? (laughs) I studied up here. I wrote notes. God. <laughs> I don't usually plan penis jokes. I just let them flow. But your your notes just say "be stupid." <laughs> <laughs> you just keep looking back at it. Long caucus. There we go. All right. Well, I will shuffle through the uh, the caucus <laughs> jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Shuffle the deck, please. Jeez, tough audience tonight. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we'll also be holding auditions for new hosts in the near yes. future here. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, um I w- wasn't even really sure what a caucus was uh leading up to this, which is kind of sad because I haven't not followed politics for like the last half a decade. I just you know, usually glaze over headlines and like, ah, good, whatever. But right. uh do you have you actually looked at like what a caucus is? Isn't it no, just a a bunch of politicians go and jack each other off and figure out who's going to be the candidate. Yeah, more or less. It's like it's like a vote, only really stupid. Like, okay, a primary, everybody gets to vote in it, and you just cast your vote just like you would a normal election. A caucus, like you meet in somebody's basement or a school gym, and you all stand in, like, <laughs> groups... Like, I'm on the red team, or I'm on the blue team, and then they count how many people are in the groups, and that's the vote. Oh. And basically, like, nobody wants to go stand in a high school gym or a basement except for nuts. So, a caucus is really, like, only polls the most extreme from each party. Well, that's why they start in Iowa. Bunch of fucking weirdos. Yeah, well, and, you know, you can probably guess who's in the first three spots for uh, for Iowa. But I think it's a testament. Who, who do you think is number four? Rand Paul. No? He's I'm going to say uh, Ben Carson. You did, nailed it. So, as, as irrelevant as Ben Carson is, he's in fourth place right now. <laughs> Not that far behind Marco Rubio. He's within the margin of error for third place. That's how stupid and, and unimportant this Iowa caucus is. Yeah. <laughs> so, of course, uh, King Douchebag is on top with 28%. Uh, Cruz is at 23%, who I can't stand. I mean, I don't like either one of those guys, but Cruz just looks like a greasy used car salesman. Did you see that, that clip Did with you... him and his daughter? No. Oh. He has kids. <laughs> Yeah. Does she just look like him, but with long hair? Uh, no, no. She she's young. She's like ten, eleven, twelve, something like that. Uh, but like they <laughs> they were getting off like the bus, and uh and like he he kind of like went over there, uh, like through the crowd and was like trying to give her like a little little kiss, like a little hey, talk to you later type of thing, and like she's like actively pulling away, like enough. <laughs> To look like visibly disturbed, <laughs> like enough so people are like, "Whoa, what the fuck was that?" And it it was just it was gnarly, <laughs> like oh, probably won't let her have any boys on the tour bus. It's because it's he teenager. looks like he looks like the vampire guy from the Monsters, <laughs> <laughs> whatever that guy's name is, Herman My Grandpa. Grandpa Peter, right? <laughs> It's he Herman, just isn't like it? That guy. I thought Herman was the big motherfucker. I don't know. I hate that show. I think Herman well, Monster is the big one. Yeah. Let's yeah. figure it out. It's, it's the grandpa. <laughs> I just think he looks like he looks like the sort of guy that wants to sell you a timeshare. Like he's like a plaid jacket, some brown tinted sunglasses, and a spare tire away from being like the perfect used car salesman archetype. Yeah, speaking of tires, you could you could literally pop a tire with that guy's nose. <laughs> <laughs> He's got that 
Tarantino-esque nose. (laughs) (laughs) It's sharp. It's so edgy. You could probably get a a tire with uh, Tarantino's chin, too, though. Watch watch that link, you idiots. All right. Jagged features. On the internet. Come on, internet. Show me a GIF. Oh, man, is it bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. She hates him. <laughs> Do you watch it all the way through? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it turns into Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, is that bad. All right, all right. Sorry, everybody. That's, uh, that's an internet internet thing. All right, just look up Hug God or Ted Cruz. It looked like the first one was trying to be like an open mouth. Yeah. God, Dad, your nose is sharp. (laughs) (laughs) It hurts. You're hurting my face. Disgusting. I hate that guy's face. Yeah, he is, and he's he's just like such a nerd. It's L. Lewis. That's who he looks like, L. Lewis. Is that the uh, homeboy on the fucking Munsters, or what? Yep. I'm not gonna look because I don't care enough. But I believe you. He looks like he looks like in his spare time he probably wears real high shorts, like white New Balance shoes, and then socks pulled up to his knees with a fanny pack. That's what he looks like to me. I just don't like the guy. I think he's creepy looking. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, Trump 28, Cruz 23, Rubio 15, and Carson at 10. So uh, that's the lineup. It looks grim pretty much any way you slice it. Uh, um, and wait, th- wait, before we go on, uh, in case, actually, you know what? Finish your statement because I have uh, great things to talk about after that. Okay. Uh, on the Democratic side, Clinton at 45, Sanders at 42. So that one is really, that's anybody's game right there. Because that's well within the margin of error. And, uh, you know, being that it's, like I said, the more, I guess, more fundamentalist of each party that seems to show up, I'm, I'm thinking Sanders probably win that one. Legal weed! You know how yeah. Ireland's like that. Yeah. Do they? I they think, don't still uh... consider that, like, the devil's drug, and, you know, if you if you smoke weed, like, you start, uh, you you turn into a homosexual. They're not still following the old propaganda film. Yeah, I mean, they <laughs> still right. believe in truth. <laughs> oh, 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 that's right. That's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> Drug yeah, test I'm, everybody. Put them in jail. On, the, on that alone, I think he'll win. I think so, because I think everybody looks at the lineup of candidates and they're like, uh, man, there's just... Nothing in here for me except maybe Bernie Sanders will legalize weed. Yeah. So no, they're it's looking worth at a it. shot. They're looking at it like, uh, hey, you know what? This is a stressful ass job. Maybe if we get Bernie Sanders in there, not that I have a problem with Bernie, but uh, you know, if we don't like him, he might die off in two years, anyways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, let me get that old factory so reset. We need to make sure we put a strong vice president behind him. Yeah. You know, a, a real Dick Cheney. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I, I hope he doesn't do something to, like, really just kill himself on that one. Yeah. It doesn't seem to ever make any sense who they who they pick for a running mate. I think the party selects that. Because where did Joe Biden come from? Like, nobody could have looked at a list of qualified people and picked Joe Biden off of that list. Like, look, really, Obama's pretty smooth. We just need somebody to shut up and not say something controversial or stupid. Oh, how about Joe? Yeah, well, it can't be any worse than Sarah Palin. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) I hope hope, uh, somehow with her glowing... Uh, recommendation of Donald Trump that that they somehow get linked together. Oh, wouldn't that be fantastic? Well, they they uh yeah they might they might do that. 
I don't know. She uh, she appeals to the uh, the scared people. That's the the scared class that that she's uh, that she's in pretty tight with. I think those old <laughs> folks afraid of Muslims, afraid of weed, afraid of traffic, afraid of getting home too late, afraid of being out too late, <laughs> afraid of immigrants. Yeah, the list goes on and on. Yeah. Really, it's anything. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Anywho. Yeah. Yeah. Let's lay your exciting crap on us. Let's hear it. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm going to freckle you with this exciting crap. If there's one penis <laughs> joke in it, I'm going to lambast you. No, there isn't. Uh, it was um, the, actually my sister brought this to my attention uh, today, and it was this horrible, horrible, horrible Governor Snyder faux pas as of this morning. Like, uh, there's... Well, well, yeah, okay, so there's this whole... Uh, obviously, we, we wrote an article about uh, the Flint's water issue, and uh, if you don't know about it, then I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> But uh, regardless, um, Governor Snyder finally signed a bill, an aid bill for, I don't know, like $28 million, something like that. And, like, he had this whole, like, posse of, of people with them, other, like, uh, legislators and stuff like that. So he gave them water filled with AIDS? Is that where this is going? <laughs> No, because, uh, A, he didn't do it in Flint. Uh, he did it in Grand Rapids, way, way, way far away from Flint, even though the bill exclusively has to deal with Flint. Uh, there were no black people. <laughs> Everyone was hamming it up, big smiles all the way around. You know, we're talking about, like, all of these people that are <laughs> that are, like, critically injured in like a, a whole uh, city and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna keep this this small because there are there are greater issues within the state and, and other water issues but just for the sake of what's being uh, publicized um, it, it, it has to deal with like the the destruction of Flint and like everybody's smiling <laughs> and like the mayor of Flint wasn't there like they just didn't invite his ass oh, oh my and God. Uh, there was this, uh, this guy that showed up and he's there smiling, having a good time. And it was, uh, what is his name? This, uh, God, this speaker dude from, uh, Wexford County who was actually like dumping toxic chemicals in his own county, (laughs) like his own district. He was busted. (laughs) Dumping out toxic pollutants in, in his spare time, like <laughs> yeah. he just he just changes his oil on the weekend and then dumps it in a river. <laughs> yeah. He makes like a automotive stew of gas and oil and antifreeze and R134. But it, this is these are all the people that are like surrounding stupid, stupid, stupid Snyder, who's just cheesing it up about being late. And trying to fix this whole Flint water situation. It, I don't know. It, it was just, it was horrible. <clears throat> He's horrible, definitely horrible, horrible. coming across as very callous in this oh, whole yeah. deal. Like, yeah, you know, mistakes were made. Uh, what are we going to do? Cry over spilled milk? Yeah. <laughs> Let's have some fun. Party streamers. <laughs> Who wants Let's a balloon a animal? Way the fuck away from Flint. That place is shit. <laughs> well, did you see he got he got booed out of a restaurant the other day in Ann Arbor? Yeah. yeah. I think he's just looking for very uh friendly white places to go right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He'll he'll give his next uh his next apology speech in Cahokta. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From the uh the courthouse in Howell. <laughs> yeah. You've heard a black tie event. That would be a white robe event. 
No, they're talking about black tie a different way. Oh, gosh. Hey, you said it. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. So this whole thing is a mess. And, yeah. like, um, you know, you have to – being that we're, we're all from Michigan, and I think quite a few of our listeners are from Michigan as well, and oddly, Maine – we have a lot of listens in Maine. That's weird. Hey, Maine. But, Thanks uh, for listening. Yeah, good job, guys. There's probably nothing else to do up there. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, that's a uh, slap in the face. Sorry. So being that we're from Mission, we've kind of followed some of this, the stuff that's led up to this point over the past, like, 10 years here. you got to understand that, like, everything that you hear about Detroit being, like, this dirty, crime-ridden hovel... Flint is just a miniature version of Detroit. And, you know, now, like, there's companies coming in and they're reinventing Detroit and putting, you know, they're investing money into it and they're redoing some of the downtown stuff. You got all these young college kids coming in for their first job. There's none of that going on in Flint. Nobody's moving to Flint. Everybody is moving away. And, you know, the population has dropped significantly over the past 50 years and along with that goes tax revenue you know and and what's what's left are these you know very poor neighborhoods where there's zero economic activity you know no possibilities for the young people growing up there and and no tax revenue to really provide the the basic services that could you know help these people do something more you know help them get a you know rise above their situation now in the wake of all that the governor has appointed these emergency financial managers to basically come in and say, hey, look, your local government sucks. You guys can't make the hard decisions. I'm going to appoint this guy to just come in and make sweeping executive decisions to help you sort out your financial crisis. And it's wildly unpopular with people in these areas because (laughs) they come in and they just cut everything. I mean, and to their credit, I mean, there's no money for it. The rest of the state is propping up these programs. But, you know, when you go into a poor, poor area and you cut bus service, I mean, that's that's how people get to work. That's how they get to the grocery store. I mean, that's that's everything to these people in some areas, you know. But that's what they're doing. So this was already really, really unpopular before the water crisis ever came up. and uh, And now it's just, I mean, it's at a fever pitch now. People are are ready to, to riot. Yeah, and uh, you know, to your to your point about Detroit, Detroit's at least big enough. It has enough suburbs that you can find like your own uh, niche market of of Detroit that you enjoy and that people have invested in. Uh, maybe not necessarily like uh, money, but like you know, that's just uh, a part of town. Um, you know, like Hamtramck is uh, like all Polish, so that's where Ian hangs out. That's my spot. Uh, yeah, you know, there's all the the sports area and theater area downtown. I mean, there's a lot of like cool areas. If you feel like getting into shitty areas, those are there too. But that's because Detroit's big enough. Um, there's there's still some culture there. Yeah. Now Flint isn't big enough to like get away from the shit. <laughs> like it's just. <laughs> It's just not big enough to like have a good area. There's there's a couple like very interesting areas, but they're they're surrounded and they're they're failing. Um, well, they've down. done a lot of work recently to to bring the downtown back up, and like every time they do, like they they do a, a poor job kind of keeping momentum going. So it's well, just down, not down, downtown's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's nice down there. I mean, like the uh, the old, you know, the bricks area. You know, it's these old like paver stone streets and stuff like that. And old buildings, and it is. It's cool. It's just, what do you do down there? I mean, there's nothing down there really. A couple of crappy restaurants, and that's it. When you look at like all of Flint, what what there's to do in all of Flint, you basically you've got like, um, some chain restaurants. Like there's a Chili's. If you're into that, uh, <laughs> if there's an is Olive there? Garden, um, you got the circus comes to town twice a year, and then you got a bunch of grubby strip clubs and uh, video hey. theaters hey, for adults only. Don't talk about those negatively. I don't. I don't really appreciate that. Yeah. Well, 
I mean, you know, I'm not <laughs> saying you couldn't pick up your your next girlfriend from there, but <laughs> just... it's it's not usually the government that fixes these neighborhoods. It's usually the people, yeah. people that move in. Uh, usually hipsters will move in and fix up a neighborhood, and I don't know, bring in business and stuff. The government's never good at doing that stuff. They just throw a shit ton of money at it, and it's never effective. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, you're entrusting, like, the institution with the least amount of accountability, the least transparency, and, you know, a horrible track record, especially in these areas. I mean, one of the reasons that these areas are so bad is because they've been bled dry by crooks for, for, you know, half a century. I mean, they've really just sucked all the resources out of these towns, and, um, yeah, so there's a number of problems plaguing the whole deal, but now it just comes down to, you know, this is a humanitarian effort to make sure that kids have drinking water that won't <laughs> kill their, their lobes. <laughs> well, and they should be just, instead of giving out bottled water left and right, they should be supplying everybody through services like Culligan Man and stuff like that and putting these things in people's homes. What about one of those life straws? Will that will that filter out lead? Yeah, right. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> I don't go, think so. You know, if you went straight to the source and skipped the pipe and just life strawed the Flint River itself. If uh, yeah, according to people who push that shit, you probably could. Probably. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, they use those life straws on straight up an elephant turd. <laughs> like, oh, that's why <laughs> they just they just push it into an elephant turd like the old orange juice commercials. Life's <laughs> 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 the fuck out of this thing. Speaking of which, you ever see that video of Bear Grylls squeezing the water out of that elephant turd? It's fake. Yeah, and I'm almost relieved that it's fake. Everything that guy does is fake. He's not Survivor Man. That guy's legit. Oh, Les, Les Stroud is gangster. Yeah, he is. Getting stalked by wolves and sleeping in a tree. Maybe seeing Bigfoot. <laughs> maybe. maybe. He was, yeah. He was in the bushes getting horny, like ready to pounce on him. <laughs> he almost got falked. Yeah. Almost got falked hard. <laughs> Or Falk. Yeah. Anytime Bigfoot gets brought Mike. up. <laughs> Along with his name. Well, uh, Mike, if you have anything to say about that, go ahead. <laughs> now you're uh, Yeah, no. I don't hear anything, so onward and upward. Yeah, we will we will count your silence as compliance. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Approval and endorsement. Yeah. High five for Bigfoot love. <laughs> pretty sure that's like a, a very backwoods type of dambla where it's just <laughs> <laughs> what would that be BFL Bigfoot love see you know looking at this Iowa caucus I was really trying <laughs> to find some uh, some hard stats on where they stand in terms of like uh, some of those more seedy crimes, you know, <laughs> incest and bestiality and things like that. Because I got to think they're not really representative of the country in that way. I would say they probably trend somewhere near the top. That's it, top 10. Top 10, yeah. top 20%. All right, all right, all right. But that's pure conjecture. I've just, um, I've driven through Iowa and I would conclude it from <laughs> from a drive. Speaking of uh, state-related crimes, uh, there's a homeboy in Utah that is trying to make pornography illegal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, like he's it's an epidemic, a health no, crisis. That, that is precisely what he's saying. <laughs> you know, like he's saying that it gives people like a, a bad <clears throat> interpretation of like marriage and all this other stuff and, and unrealistic unrealistic expectations and uh he he wants it to to be gone get rid of get rid of it so he wants to outlaw it altogether yeah because um utah is the highest user of internet porn (laughs) 
No <laughs> kidding. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So now here's the uh, here's the caveat. Uh, he's all right with yanking your dick around. Like he's totally cool with that. <laughs> like if you want to jerk off, go for it. Just I, don't do it with porn. I d- okay. I read that article. I don't think you can conclude that he's okay with that from what he said. I think he said, well, I don't know how to regulate it, so until I figure out how to keep an eye on you, you can keep, uh, keep, we'll leave this up to your discretion. Yeah. You can't can't look at porn. Uh, But you can still, you know, give your dick a tour of the house. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. You know, I, I just thought that was kind of uh, interesting. It's probably the natural result of the uh, <clears throat> inclinations of the state of Utah. You know, when you've got uh, centralized power that's soaking up all the spare women. <laughs> you know, when you're when you're parting off like six or eight <laughs> per dude. Like, there's all these young guys that are like, ah. Man, I got to no, dude. I, all I got he no has outlet. is porn. Yeah. And you know, Wonder if this was. were Iowa, there's plenty of grazing animals that you could, um, <laughs> you know, take out your frustrations on. But uh, Utah's kind of a barren wasteland. I think that's where we find how we find ourselves. And you know what? We're we're making a judgment to think that it's all men. There's also all these women that are having to share one dong with uh, like six others. So, I don't think that we can totally rule out that this might be a uh, uh, unisex problem. Yeah, and, you know, the unrealistic expectations are probably coming from them. Like, oh, my sink's broken. If only a plumber would show up. <laughs> and then, who who knew? A plumber just shows up at your door. Whether or not the, the actual sink gets fixed is, you know, that's further on in the movie. But, you know, it's the... Uh, unrealistic expectation that if you want a pizza a pizza guy shows up yeah pipe gets laid either way right (laughs) exactly i think isn't it so strange that like he's he's from the number one state for that okay his state is number one wouldn't that indicate that maybe the population i don't know wants porn yeah you would imagine yeah. Looks like people are getting what they want. Time to regulate it. The the people are voicing their opinions and he should just kind of roll with it. He should he should stand on a soapbox and be like, "I think there should be more porn." Take that. And then <laughs> you know, next election, he's he's just walking through in a landslide. You know, instead of bottled water, he should just be handing out skin mags to everybody. <laughs> yeah. You know, different strokes for different folks, quite literally. (laughs) I thought you were going to go with lube on that one, but all right. Lube? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, you could go that route too, I suppose. (laughs) Everybody's already getting what they want in in terms of, yeah, okay, much better idea. Thank you, Davis. Yeah, well, hey, I'm a a PR consultant. Maybe some medicated salve for all their their callous (laughs) ding-dongs. Yeah. Some rubber gloves so they don't get their hands pregnant. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's not a, ski- a sin if it's not skin on skin. Yeah. I think there's a nursery rhyme that spells out God's <laughs> opinion on it. <laughs> and I like how, okay, in the article, he cites uh, his experience as a lawyer for proof that, yeah. that, uh, that pornography is destructive to marriages and to families and basically like this is why their their families are falling apart in in utah yeah he's a divorce lawyer yeah and he said that that pornography was a a big reason that was cited in the breakup of the marriage (laughs) which is so strange that that comes into play in a divorce hearing yeah i think because maybe that's it handled internally through the uh, the the church court in Utah, the Utah church church court down at yeah. the temple where they marry off the dead people. The the proper uh, annals. 
I I would I could definitely see how that would be a problem though, and definitely not the fact that you're marrying uh, six different women at once and expecting them to get along in one house. That's that's probably got nothing. It's probably the pornography. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry. So yeah, that's a uh, little sidetrack. There. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> that's our that's our political review based on uh, on states. Yeah, we don't, boy. We don't have anything for Maine. I'm sure. I'm sure Maine's fucked up in its own way. <laughs> that tangent really grew some legs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was vicious. <laughs> that one really got away from us. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so hey, I've I've been riding with a uh, a guy who is a LDS member, uh, Mormon dude. You know, periodically in the past couple of months for work. Super nice guy. Two of them actually. Uh, both really nice dudes and seem fairly level headed and normal and stuff. Uh, but, you know, we were just talking back and forth a little bit about their church and, like, some of their, um, some of the things that come along with it. And one of the guys, he mentioned he's like, oh, I'm, uh, I'm taking my certification course to be a scout leader. I said, a scout leader, huh? Yeah. How'd you, uh, how'd you decide you wanted to do that? He goes, well, I didn't. I was, I was called. Called? What do you mean? Mm-hmm. He goes, uh-huh. well, you know, certain members of the church, you know, are called to be scout leaders. I said, well, who calls you? And he goes, well, God, but, you know, he, he directs the elders to choose who would do it. I was like, man. Elders. I was thinking, huh. like, that sounds like the worst form of punishment. It's like, hey, uh, we noticed you're a little short on your checks lately. Uh, guess what? You get scout duty. <laughs> Eat it, douchebag. <laughs> yeah, like a straight up mafia. <laughs> yeah, so you get to you get to go camp with a bunch of children in the woods. This sounds awful. Yeah. Jesus. Make sure to Yeah, I already I don't even want to say anything more on that. That's just uh that's bad news. Yeah, he was pumped about it, so I guess good for him. They chose right. But if they chose me, I'd be like, uh I think you ought to go back to God and make sure that's what he said. Yeah, you better, uh... <laughs> can you, you mind re-ringing him up? Can you double-check that for me? I think he, uh... I think you may have heard him wrong. I think he met Greg. Greg's more of a scout leader sort of guy. See his cargo pants? <laughs> he's got those zip-off cargo pants. I mean, that's... See, he's... That's, that's who you're looking for. Not me. Yeah. I'm very fragile. I'm not good in the woods. I camp yeah. at the hotel. I'll come get them in the morning. Yeah, you get your ass torn up by uh, fucking armadillos. The hell are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, another way of saying that might have been that the armadillo cowered in fear and ran when he saw me. My striking <laughs> stature. Yeah. Well, you thought you were gonna like eat him. Eat him. Oh, well, I, I, I <laughs> scared worries. away. An armor-plated animal, so credit to me where it's due. What zero? <laughs> zero credit is due. <laughs> uh, man, this this cast is really getting away from us here. We keep getting off on these bullshit tangents. Yeah, let's go back to fart jokes. Let's go back to our bread and butter. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, what is that? Uh, it's it's usually fart jokes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Who wants to talk about the shit they took today? (laughs) Oh, man. So, uh... All right, Casey chimes in. (laughs) I'm I'm steering clear of that today. Okay. Uh, So this weekend we were out and we were helping my dad cut up some brush and stuff because we're in the process of, like, digging a pond. And we found this deer right is this dead deer and he was laying right over by the pond area and it looked like maybe he got hit by a car you know and it just staggered over and died in this in this spot but uh we were like man it would be cool if we hooked up the game cam and see you know what comes in to to eat this thing 
because we know there's a lot of coyotes and there's bobcats and stuff like that. It would just be cool to get a picture of them, you know. Um, so we didn't have the game cam with us that day. So the next day, my dad brought it out, and April and I went back to set it up in the tree. Deer was destroyed. Every piece of meat gone off of this thing. They devoured it in one night. Mm. That's uh, pretty gnarly. Yeah. It's a little scary, but also convenient to know that, like, if you ever have to get rid of a body, you're really only one <laughs> night away from a clean skeleton. You don't have to worry about cutting it all up and stuff. Yeah, so you just need a... Uh, you don't need, like, a good alibi. You just need coyotes. Yeah. And, you know, based on, like, this, uh, to, this making a murderer deal, I don't think they could pull reliable DNA evidence out of a coyote turd. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd be pretty safe. You might uh, be. Somebody threw uh one of the guys I work with was taking the trash out, takes it out to the dumpster, finds a bag next to the dumpster that's got a bunch of deer parts in it. Solid. And then in the dumpster is the rest of this well parts of a deer. Like little parts or big parts? Like big parts of a deer. Like, whatever, somebody poached a deer, I imagine, and really wanted to get rid of the evidence. <laughs> uh, did I ever tell you... Wait, well, go ahead. this needs to be said. While we're talking about dead deer, let me tell you a little story about my father. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, because <laughs> this needs to come out. So... uh. Most everyone that's listening, uh, you don't know my dad. That's cool. I understand. He's a very nice guy. He looks he the looks nicest. Old. Yeah, yeah, the, the nicest, nicest guy. guy in the world. He looks like an like a, you know, a nice old gentleman. Although he's still a machine for being like seventy some years old. Uh, and he has a place uh, close to where I live in Holly, and then he has another place couple hours away up north um and one time he was up north uh you know dorking around at his place fixing stuff picking up full cars i don't know body slamming bears whatever he's doing <laughs> and uh and he's like all right well you know it's time to time to head back home so he starts heading back home and <laughs> he's driving along in his his shitty blue truck and this deer comes running out into the road and bam slams right into the side of it like into the side of his truck and like my dad kind of saw it like as it was like uh as it's like he was cruising along but like there really wasn't anything he could do about it like he, he got t-boned by a deer <laughs> and uh and so like he pulls over to the side and he's he's gonna go check out what's going on and like the deer's still kicking a little bit and he's like oh that's that's no good. I better uh, I better do something about this, you know? So he goes back to his truck, and he's looking for... Uh, usually he has, like, a 410 or something, like, in his truck for when he goes back and forth because there's all these stupid animals that, like, tear up his stuff. Whatever. Um, regardless, he couldn't find it, and all he could find was, like, this uh, length of 2 by 4 <laughs> So... <laughs> He goes back to the deer, and at this point, the deer's like, whoa, oh, man, man, I bumped my head pretty good on that one. I, I better uh, better get home and get this checked out. At that point, Pops was like, no, 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 <laughs> no, our business isn't through yet. So he grabs the deer as it's kind of making it shuffle away, and he beats the fuck out of it. And by the fuck, <laughs> I mean its life out of it. <laughs> With a two by four, with the two by four, he's just mangling which, this deer. Which is to point out, like the merciful thing to do. It is like the wussy thing to do would be to just let this thing limp off and get eaten alive by coyotes, or just slowly die for the next two days. Right, right. No, I mean, I I'm totally with them on the on the humane act of trying to, uh, you know. Get the poor little guy out of his misery. Because keep in mind, coyotes start eating you at your butthole. <laughs> <laughs> so it's True. a long, arduous process for you to finally kick the bucket. 
Yeah. So, so go on. Yeah. Uh, small side story. If you're camping, always put a cork in your asshole so that the coyotes can't get in while you're sleeping. <laughs> or Bigfoot. Can't, can't smell that delicious meat. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But at any rate, uh, fast forward a couple minutes down the road, and the deer is dead. Pops picks it up. Body slams it into the back of his truck because, you know, it's free food. Uh, you know, for, for those listening, uh, deer is very popular around here. Venison, eat That's it up. That's what Michigan sort of people do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, you know what? That's, that's going to lead to a different tangent that I won't get into. But anyway, so <laughs> he takes this homeboy deer home, and, and uh, you know, I end up talking to him like the next day or something. And, and hear about this whole story, and I was like, holy crap, you are a crazy, crazy old man. Hilarious, but crazy. Uh, and then, you know, another day or two, there's a few lights on, so I'm like, all right, he's, he's home. I'm going to go uh, stop by, see what he's up to. So I go inside, and I yell out, hey, Pops, where you at? And he's like, oh, back here. I'm like, thanks. Thanks, Happy Helpful. Where, where is here? He's like, oh, I'm in the bathroom. I'm like, well, that not not gonna come hang out in the bathroom i, I can wait yeah yeah he's like no 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 i'm in i'm in the other bathroom i'm like okay so i go walking over because the the bathroom door is open and that's like the guest bathroom so it's it's uh it's not like his his normal hangout <laughs> so i go into the bathroom and there he is plastic all over the place hacking apart this deer that he just beat to death a couple like, of days ago. Like freaking old Dexter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just, he's making the best of it, you know, slinging parts here and there. and But inside his house, his, okay, his bathroom is carpeted. Like, that's just such a bad idea. <laughs> that's a bad idea, even if you're not skinning deer in your shower. Right. Like, nobody right. wants carpet in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, it's a bad idea. <laughs> You're just one one aggressive house guest away from having, a, you know, a biohazard on your floor. <laughs> yeah, you could... Yeah, you're just... Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, okay, so, to wrap the story up, uh, he's finally separated all the good parts and the bad parts, and... You know, he chucks out the bad parts somewhere. I don't know where. Don't ask. Uh, and he puts all the good parts in the back of his truck because it's like uh, it, it was winter time. It was freezing. So he's like, I don't, I don't have a goddamn freezer for all this freaking deer meat. So I'm just gonna throw it in the back of my truck. Like, okay, that makes sense. He totally forgot about it for like weeks. Until it started to get warm. And then it was just like stinky deer meat. But by stinky, I mean like the bowels of hell stink. <laughs> it was just Ugh. hanging out in the back of his truck. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, boy. Well, so, yeah. You know, the deer did suffer a severe head injury. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if there's anything I've learned uh, listening to last podcast on the left. That's usually something that all serial killers have in common. So there's no telling how many lives were saved by just putting that deer to rest instead of letting yeah. him wander around with a uh, goon brain. You know, you know what I heard <laughs> is that uh, that deer was racist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I heard. So, I mean, good. He was he was handing out pamphlets about mule deer. <laughs> Talking about how they were taking their jobs and and, yeah. and marrying off all their women. Exactly. So I mean, not only it, it was just a public service. Whitetail power. Did. That yeah. was his catch line. <laughs> oh yeah, I hate that is guy. That, Don't miss is it. That for, is that for real? The severe head injury serial killer thing? Oh yeah, that's a huge thing. That's uh, oh. that's not just the only place that it leads. Like. Uh, you can trace back a lot of like emotional and uh, uh, psychological problems to major head injuries because it interferes with the production of like the uh, what what is it like the the thyroid gland or the yeah. pituitary gland or whatever. Yeah, take me to school. 
I listened to a podcast on it, so I know whatever <laughs> I can remember. Yeah. Huh. No, it's that's a serious thing. That's why, like, like uh, they think that a lot of, like, uh, uh, there's theories that a lot of PTSD can be traced back to a head injury. And if you treat the person involved like you do hormone replacement therapy to make up for the stuff that their gland isn't producing anymore, a lot of times, like, they feel a lot better, they're back to their old selves, and um, there's, like, uh, some companies that are doing some research into that right now, like alternatives to, um, you know, just prescription drugs and talking to a, a professional nut job. <laughs> there's a, oh. Joe Rogan's got a, a podcast where he interviewed some guys that were um, one of them was a former combat veteran and the other guy was a, a doctor and they were doing this hormone re- replacement therapy on guys with PTSD and having really really good results they think that they've basically discovered a cure for it for most cases that's, that's amazing uh, that's pretty awesome yeah it's a little it's hard to say how far it'll go because it doesn't involve you know big pharma (laughs) and their drugs so they might buy that research and just kind of shred it but (laughs) we'll see I thought it was pretty cool yeah that's uh that's pretty nice I know so much science you do If if you didn't catch on to that too that was the underlying theme of that tangent. Casey knows science. Yes, he can recite full words that he's read before. <laughs> I can't recite anything that I read. If I listen, maybe, maybe, good like 5%, read, it's zero. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess bigger issue is learning how to read first. I don't like books or green food. <laughs> well good how how big of a like a, a wallop to the old melon do you need to have for it to be uh you know an issue uh concussion okay i'm good then yeah you should be <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i was concussed so You're talking about right. when you uh Oh, yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, which one? (laughs) Golf club to the dome. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of which, when's our old buddy coming on? Uh, You know, I asked him about this evening, and uh, he had to work tonight. So um, I think for our next podcast, we have to schedule it around uh, his work schedule. So it might be like a Sunday cast or something. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. And then we will divulge the details of Davis's shocking blow to the dome that left him crippled, uh, both emotionally and erectilely. <laughs> <laughs> it just left sits there. I don't know why. infertile. <laughs> Just sits there like a sad old turtle. (laughs) Probably stinks, too. (laughs) Man. Pop the bad end of that one. Yeah, I'm going to get a couple of shots in while I can. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah. Wait, so, so do, you guys, do you guys know my uh, my boss emailed me this morning and he was like, "Hey, I was going to come in today. He had surgery last week, and he was going to come in a day early um, to get some shit done." But uh, he said I can't come in because his now ex girlfriend um, burned her house down. Whoa! Was like, Are you serious? So. It turns out her house caught fire from chemicals in she had, overboard. She had rag nope rags soaked with cleaning solvents and thrown into a metal trash can. 
Then she took off. So the house burned up and nobody was there. And nobody was there to put it out. So her whole kitchen burned up. Like caught fire. Gutted the kitchen. But the house didn't burn down. It just went out. Wow. Huh. Well, that's and, and lucky. Apparently the, apparently the uh, firefighters said that happens a lot. If the house is insulated, it might burn up a room, but it'll just go out. I've never heard of such a thing. I thought for sure the house is going up. Yeah. Like, I, I, I base most of my opinions on, on movies, so I just assume the whole thing burns up. Right. I had no huh. idea. It was interesting. Sucks to be... I'm going to go with most of those people. Yeah. Just because, I mean, if you're that stupid, then it sucks to be you. And then if you associate with people that are that stupid, it kind of sucks to be you. Uh, so, I mean, that's kind of a chain reaction of that sucks. As far as, like, what, the... the... The guy dealing with her? Oh, yeah. It's, dude, like, they said that it was just chemicals... And a reaction with a metal trash can. Which I was surprised that somebody still has a metal trash can. Yeah. Oh, wait. So what is she, she Oscar just... the Grouch? <laughs> so she didn't just like... Uh... Davis lit the fire. <laughs> <laughs> so what? what's that, Davis? Well, well I, I thought that it was... So it was a chemical reaction between the garbage can and I'm assuming static and... Like no, the... I think it's like. <clears throat> have you ever have you ever uh, used like the works? Maybe. A cleaner. I don't know. Maybe. You sure. Could, you could you can make a bomb from that stuff, like a small stupid bomb. So she yeah, had, like she had just like, like a bunch bomb. of uh, possibly unmixable chemicals that were in a bucket. Okay. Yeah, probably. Well, see now what I thought this was is like hey, you know, I'm burning something and I don't want to catch the rest of my house on fire. I'm going to throw it into this metal bucket oh, because no. it's not going to, <laughs> you know. She was just trying yeah. to cover up, uh, oh, safe. burn the evidence of the Valentine's cards she got from her, yeah, right. her lover. Yeah, you know, like her, you know, pictures of past lovers who were of questionable uh, character. <laughs> you know, something like that. I, burner, I su burner souvenir pornography collection that she got in Utah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, last week uh, I was in a car dealership. It was actually it was like a makeshift car dealership because their dealership burnt down the week before. It was like some sort of a fire that started in the middle of the night in the break room in the service department, right? So the back end of the shop. And I guess the fire department got there, and they kind of had this thing contained. And uh, then the oil lines, which in a dealership, most of the time they run through the ceiling, and then they drop down in certain points for the guys to use. Those things started bursting. And you're supposed to turn the, com the air compressors off at night and drain them, you know, as like a safety measure. But they didn't. So, like, shop air was pushing oil through, and... Uh, basically, uh, it just fed this fire and made it huge and uncontainable, and it burnt the whole place down. But the interesting part was that they had one of the new 2016 F-150s parked in one of the service bays, and it got so hot in there that it melted the aluminum body on this F-150. <laughs> uh, so that blows... So, of course, the interior and the tires and everything burnt off and everything. But um, So when they got in there, it was basically just the frame and the drivetrain sitting on the wheels, and that was it. As <laughs> far as the wheels didn't go. I don't know. I mean, the it's wheels might have gone. Wheels. I'm not sure. I, I watched a car burn in a parking lot one time. I did, too. Was it in Howell? No, it was in... Uh... It was up on Center Road in Flint. No way. I base most things <laughs> I know about fires from movies, too. And I was just like, I waited around for like a half hour for this truck to explode, and it never did. <laughs> no, they don't explode. I watched the fire department pretty much spread the fire around. 
started spraying shit on it and spreading it all over the parking lot. The whole thing burned up, that. though. The wheels burned up and everything. So it was just, it ended up just being a flat frame right on the pavement. Wow. You got to spray it with that dank foam. Yeah, they did. And it was just spraying fire everywhere. Wow. It was it was completely out of control. I was sitting in a car with a firefighter. And he was like, fuck that. I'm not dealing with that. So it didn't explode. No, it didn't explode. See, this makes me doubt all sorts of things that I've taken for granted. You know, I almost wonder if you could shoot the gas tank and the car wouldn't explode. I don't know. It wasn't didn't didn't the car that uh, Paul Walker Diane explode? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I think it's possible for the cars to explode. I just think it's. I think it's rare. You have to crash I'm into sure explosives. Yes. <laughs> you have to crash into bombs. You have to jump it into a fireworks factory. Right. In order for it to properly explode. <laughs> or a nitroglycerin plant. <laughs> or if you drove through the Coke factory into the Mentos plant, boom, up in smoke. Basically. Basically, that is exactly what happens. And that sounds like conjecture, but it's really just uh, basic chemistry. Yeah, I don't know why they put those two factories right next to each other. But I don't know. Disaster in the making. <laughs> yes. Hey, why do they build nuclear reactors on a fault line? Can you ask that again, please? <laughs> <laughs> Nuc- nuclear, nuclear reactors. Nuclear yeah, don't Over be a the bush. Lips and it's nuclear. Nuclear. <laughs> Isn't that what he said? Yeah. Nuclear. <laughs> Wrong. Hey, Obama can pronounce that right. I'm sure he has. Good old Barry. Folks think that it's pronounced nuclear, and it's actually nuclear. Nuclear. Now I'm all mixed up. Yeah. Ah. <sighs> Obama impression ruined. Yeah, well, it didn't start out very hot. So <laughs> there was a guy that I worked with that could do a really good one. He he usually told it used it to tell racist jokes though, so it wasn't he he wasn't using his powers for good. It wasn't it wasn't funny. It was hilarious. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, just jeez. Well, folks, uh, if you're new to 3OT in the past couple of weeks, thank you for joining us. Um, we put out crap about once a week, and it's usually, uh, this is pretty representative of how horrible it usually is. Right. So um, tune in every week for a fresh new episode. Uh, like us on Facebook. That's how we communicate. Um, I think we got one troll on Twitter that follows us or something like that. Don't you post stuff to Twitter? Ian? Yeah, whenever I remember. <laughs> Which is never. <laughs> so it's never been out a couple times. times. It's been like maybe four. <laughs> four out of 22. Yeah. Good. Right. Okay, so add uh, us on Facebook. That's nice and safe. Yeah. Because I'm a and, Facebook uh, whore. We're, we're working on, on getting some special guests lined up for our, uh, our special four on the floor column. Sometimes... Uh, I, what would you call it when the when the girls were on? It'd just be like a five speed five in the hive. That rhymes. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. that's disgusting. I think that what? That's disgusting, <laughs> dude. Hives where B lives. I can't believe you just said that. That is disgusting. You should be appalled. All right. Well, I'm appalled. Your, your mom listens to this. I'll th- I'll think about this afterwards, and then maybe I'll. I'll be appalled at myself after the fact. Luckily, Brenda, I do the editing. Ha! Brenda, we're, we're sorry about that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, follow us on Podbean. If yep. you don't do Podbean, you can follow us on iTunes. I think it takes a little bit longer for the episodes to sync over to iTunes, but all of them are on there. And uh, go back and listen. I mean, you can you could marathon this stuff, and uh, if you didn't be a have lot a concussion beforehand... This is a that would that would be a way to get one, right? Right. So. Uh, if if you're 
if you want to feel more confident about your own personal intelligence and ability to say basic words, uh, <laughs> definitely give all of our old podcasts a listen because I know for sure Casey cannot talk. What was it last week? You were you were in rough shape last week. Yeah, but I think I edited it all out. Edited. That's another one that's hard to say. Yeah. Yeah. So then when you called attention to it, you just looked rude. Well. That's that's how I frame things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're going to edit it, so I'm just uh, a horrible, horrible person. <laughs> uh, oh, well. I think that's it. Yeah. All right, folks. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Bye.